It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. We're going to wait for the drummer and the keyboard player. <laughs> Consequence Podcast Network. I've never been this nervous in my life. Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! <laughs> what would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my God, Jack almost fell off his chair. <laughs> Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith With. It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org. Consequence and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks as always for making your way here and checking out the episode. Uh, please do hit that subscribe button so you can keep up with the entire series. In fact, I do three new interviews every single week. It's a new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday makes it a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover those new ones. You can do so at any of the usual spots. That does include Spotify and Apple Podcast at nprwfpk.org, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcast from, you can subscribe to Kyle Meredith With. Some of my recent guests have included uh, Japanese House, Brandon Flowers of The Killers, uh, the filmmakers behind Lessons in Chemistry on Apple TV+, Chris Shiflett of The Foo Fighters, Liz Fair, Sarah Silverman, Duff McKagan of Guns N' Roses, Felicia Day, Susan Tedeschi, Josh Radner from uh, Fleischman is in Trouble and How I Met Your Mother, Kristen Hirsch of Throwing Muses, just an example of what you get when you subscribe to the Kyle Meredith with podcast. And that's me, Kyle Meredith. Today, my guest, The Kills, hanging out with Allison Mosshart and Jamie Hintz to talk about this uh, brand new record, their first in a handful of years, called God Games. They're going to take us through, you know, the, through the challenges they put in place for themselves, uh, which includes like playing instruments they had never played before and staying away from the ones that uh, they're known for, uh, as well as, of course, the magic in naivety. Uh, Jamie then dives into recording what he calls godless spirituals in a church studio, uh, one they preferred to stay deep in the depths 
of the dark basement studio rooms. And that goes along with the uh, the time of year uh, that Jamie says Los Angeles starts to feel a little witchy. Uh, Allison will then describe the strange feelings in the country during uh, the pandemic and post-pandemic that led to the song 301, one of my favorites on this album. Then we look back a little bit to 2003. It is the uh, 20th anniversary this year of their debut record, Keep On Your Mean Side. We will consider how this new set might speak to that debut LP, as well as their place in the fabric of the 2000s music scene. All that and more as we dig in to God Games. It's Kyle Meredith with The Kills. Hello. Hi. Hi. It's great to see you both on here. I know it's been a while since we all last did this. and um, But but there is. there's a, there's. I should throw the compliments at first because it may have taken a little bit longer than everybody expected, but this new record is so damn good. Thank you. See, that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> Apologies for, for it taking so long. I mean, nobody was more frustrated than me and Alison. Uh, it's just, you know, it was bad timing. I mean, we were talking about it with uh, with our friend Matt from our management company, just how every band they they work with has been, you know, it's the first question is, so why is it taking you five years? Why is it taking you six years? Even Taylor Swift, it was like, why haven't you toured for six years? You know, with all her last tour. It's like, hey, it's, work it out. <laughs> <laughs> There's a pandemic. <laughs> Bad experience. <laughs> But to be fair, you all have stayed busy. Uh, Allison, you and I last talked on some solo cuts. Uh, Jamie, I mean, uh, uh, you were touring with Iggy. I just had Duff on here, too. Oh, <laughs> isn't he one of the, I mean, maybe the nicest man in rock? He really is. <laughs> he really is. Oh, I love that guy. I really want, I miss him so much. I almost want to unfollow him because every time he posts something, I get sad because I miss him. Oh my goodness, Jamie. <laughs> Call him. Stop, I love you. <laughs> you know, the guy just wanders around little bitty towns all the time. Like, you know, he's on tour with guns and he'll just go like on little excursions to these little small towns. And like, he's not, what I'm getting at is, He's got time. You could call him. <laughs> I, I thought you. I thought this was a testament to how down to earth he is, but he's saying like he's got a lot of time on his hands. <laughs> he's just cruising around these little towns. That's all. Just sightseeing. That's uh, that's what's going on. <laughs> um, seriously, this record though, you know, I, I reading about well, hearing some of the interviews that you all have done, reading some of the interviews too, just hearing about kind of the. Um, I don't know, the challenge you gave yourself or the parameters you gave yourself around, you know, writing in different ways with the, like the piano and keyboard. The more and more I read about it, I kept thinking about it. it's almost like that you all were sort of wanting yourselves, if wanting's the right word, but to be young and naive again, because there's that thing when artists, you know, when you're just starting, when you don't really know what you're doing there, you know, there always seems like something special to that. Was that sort of the case here at all? I don't know exactly what you mean. There's all, we've always been, we've always supported this idea that um, that the less ability you have, <laughs> the more ideas you have. More excited you'll be. Yeah. It doesn't kind of always work, but it's a kind of nice rule of thumb. It's certainly something that we believed when we first started to the point where I wouldn't say it was an excuse for not practicing, but it was like uh, that was the, my reason. I didn't want to become a tec technically a virtuoso at, um, at anything, you know, because we were always like 
you know, the triumph of ideas over ability was was the most important thing. So we, there's definitely a sense of that, that throwing away the instruments that we were familiar with to write, it kind of immediately, you know, you're sort of the, the vacuum of ability is filled with ideas, you know. <laughs> I think after the pandemic, you know, that's kind of the headspace. It's like I, you are so excited and so just wanting to feel adrenaline and wanting to feel on the edge, you know, of something beautiful. And yeah, you, trying new things is a really good way of doing that. You know, I don't know how to play the keyboard. I wrote every song on the keyboard that I wrote. It's like, that's all I just got. I was just, I got sucked into the thing and I refused to come out. It was so fantastic, you know. It's the way forward for you. And then you have to, to start writing to drums or something. Yeah. And we'll be right back right after this. Shout out to uh, Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Uh, I, I live in Kentucky, in the Midwest, and allergies, yeah, I suffer. When I say I suffer from allergies, I suffer from allergies. And around here, everyone I know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice, it affects my mood, it affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines. Some of them work better than others, but there's, there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. It's what I use now, and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the, the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you too. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E. P-R-O allergy.com. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. 
Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with The Kills. I just remember some of those great stories. You know, I, I know I've got an REM poster behind me and like losing my religion was was Peter Buck picking up the mandolin for the very first time. Like oh, that's wow. that's what he came out with. And I I use this quote every now and then um, Charles from the Pixies, Black Francis from the Pixies, that he would say, everybody just wants them now to sound like back then, like everything's an accident. Like you, you want us to sound like it's an accident. And I think there's some truth to that, regardless of the point he was making, like there's really something beautiful about sounding like the entire thing is an accident that could potentially fall apart at any moment. Yeah, of course, but you can't do that on purpose. I mean, you really have to have an accident. So, but, but, you know, the only purposeful thing you can do is try to approach a song from a direction that you've never approached it maybe with an instrument or maybe the order in which you do things or challenging yourself. Like on this record, Jamie didn't have like guitar parts for any song until like the week before we were done recording. And then he just went in and reacted to the music and played this live wild animal stuff over the top of it. And I'm like, this is the greatest of all time. I live for this shit. You know, uh-huh. it was so, so exciting to not overthink, you know, and to have those happy accidents and to have that life within a piece of music and the, the vocals were really the same it was like when I was doing the vocals in London I would sing it like once or twice and then Paul would be like okay we're done I'm like hold on I was like warming up I'm not even I don't even know the words to this thing yet <laughs> you know no we're done I was like okay fine all oh, my job's pretty easy that's all right <laughs> Check. Yeah. I love you know we talk about what you are writing about and and you know, part of the story I know is this idea of godless spirituals, and and of course, you know that's that's a great mechanism. I mean, the idea of religion in whatever version as a as a writing mechanism, I think, has always been interesting. One of the more interesting parts of rock and roll, um, and the fact that you recorded it in a church. On top of that, like like did the church give you all excuse for lyrical direction? Did that come afterwards? And and why did it all, like, why was that sort of the idea? Where did that come from? The church, the church is a studio in um, a famous studio in London that was owned by Dave Stewart. And all, you know, all the songs are written before we went in there. They were, they were written and kind of majority of them recorded in our own, in our, my home studio and Alison's home studio. So there was nothing really like that that we got out of the church in fact i didn't really like the church i didn't like the i didn't like the big churchy room with the spire and the and the stained glass windows that just completely kept thumping me in the face to remind me it was daytime which i, <laughs> I don't like working in daytime especially when it's sunny outside so we found another studio downstairs. Found, I say found. I'm embellishing the story. We were done, you know, shown the other studio, which was in the basement, and it was uh, just no no windows completely. We were like, "Can we do the rest of it here, please?" And it was so much more inspiring just being in that kind of like no bubble, like in the basement of the church. That's where we belong, down there. In the basement of the church. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> underneath i'm here for a reason (laughs) (laughs) too fucking beautiful upstairs we don't like it (laughs) but i love those moments in there i mean you know going to heaven um i mean it was that was that line uh is it the first line i've 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 been gone for a minute like that seems like one of those great rock and roll albums like here's the start this is how we do it (laughs) (laughs) gone for a minute (laughs) (laughs) 
Like we're just gonna, we we all understand. We're just gonna put it out there. But on the opposite side, and and to your point, when you're you know saying we belong down there, uh, LA Hex, I think is the great you know moment as we're in this you know Halloween season. Uh, <laughs> the city I got all that. witchy all of a sudden. They call us Halloween music, don't you dare! No, 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 no. I <laughs> be fair. Just saying. It's my favorite season. Come on, it's the best. Why wouldn't it be? The city got all witchy for a sudden. And then you got in 103, Last Days in L.A., you saved me, baby, from strange times. I'm like, this is, if you don't want it to be Halloween music, you know, again, you're not making it easy for it not to be. My mind is a haunted house. Hey, I, 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 I submit. <laughs> if the city got witchy, yeah, that's very Halloween-y, isn't it? <laughs> it's a half rhyme. I don't know if you if you know about poetry. <laughs> kind of uh, alliteration uh yeah but i mean it's my actually my people talk about la being witchy and it's my favorite part of la uh, uh, in the winter at uh, night time when you see <laughs> around about october the 31st <laughs> <laughs> where there's smoke coming out of the chimneys and people have buckets of candy um, no chimneys like, in Los Angeles. <laughs> I, don't know, man. I don't know what I'm doing right now, but there's a <laughs> there is a real sort of uh, dark magic in in LA where where you just find yourself like um, I don't know something weird's happening. I don't know whether it's good or bad or which direction <laughs> it's taking me in, but you just have to succumb to it, you know. I love the way it plays and the sense of place that's kind of on on the record throughout it and everything. But you know, I mentioned 103. And that might be one of my favorite songs that, you know, like I'm I'm a fan of everything you all do, but there's something about that song. There's something about that song that feels different, that feels at, you know, higher level, whatever. Yes. And I don't know if it's the tone or whatever and, and the way the lyrics play on it, but, and I don't even have a strong question for this other than to say, it's a fucking great song. How did Thank it, you. how did it exist? I mean, this was one of my cool keyboard numbers uh when i was playing with that keyboard it's kind of you know it was inspired by all those back and forth the country i was just driving back and forth across the country during the pandemic and it was the weirdest weirdest possible time everything was on fire people were rioting there was just like turmoil everywhere and there was a pandemic happening and there was no one at any of the hotels i was at and it was just like the whole world was mine but also just not one that i wanted it was a seriously bizarre time. And then you would get to the other side, you get to LA and, you know, people are breaking up, people are getting divorces, people are moving. Everyone's like, I'm never doing that job again. I'm going to start my life. I mean, massive, crazy, chaotic, destructive, beautiful, brilliant decisions were going down. People had had it. And I thought it was really quite cool. You know, it was a time like when I say this record is like quite philosophical or introspective. It is. And then there's also the a lot of witnessing and observing that and other people around me. And so I don't know. This is an interesting song. That vocal that you hear on that song is the the vocal that I did the day that I wrote the song and I demoed it in my house. It was I did it on GarageBand in one take and I never wanted to sing it again. I was just like, it's got the feeling we're in this beautiful, expensive, incredible studio with the best gear in the world. And I'm like, we've got to use my garage band recording of this vocal. It's just got a thing to it. There's something really interesting that happens with me and Alison. Alison was writing it on a keyboard. She can't play the keyboards. And so she kind of 
a lot of the stuff she was writing was in like ma- was really in major keys, like it was all major. And because of my injury here, that I can't, I don't move, I don't use this finger. Like to to make a major chord, you really bar chord, you need this finger. So without it, it's a lot of minors. So I kind of play minors over Allison's majors, and I think that's kind of what keeps dragging you into: is this sad or is this or is this uplifting? You know, <laughs> like it's basically my disability and Allison's disability together. <laughs> and you conjured something out of that. You really yeah. did. Like, yeah. I mean by witchy. <laughs> See, there it is. You're doing this for me. You know, it's, I don't even have to. This is, <laughs> and we'll be right back right after this. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Hey, welcome to Kyle Meredith with Consequence where we check out some cool new things happening on the uh, Consequence Podcast Network. I'm Kyle Meredith, and today I get to talk to uh, Ann Erickson, host of our new Consequence Podcast, Beyond the Boys Club. Hey, Kyle. And congratulations on Beyond the Boys Club. Uh, Well, what can you tell us about it? Four years ago, I started a column published on Consequence called Beyond the Boys Club. The goal was to spotlight the women making a name for themselves in rock and metal. All these artists share their passion for music and their stories of breaking barriers as women in the music industry. This fall, we're taking the conversation further in the Beyond the Boys Club podcast. The interview series will welcome amazing female and non-binary artists from across the genre spectrum to share their stories and triumphs as they follow the beat of their own drum and shake up the scene. That sounds awesome. I can't wait to check it out. And we should all check it out because Beyond the Boys Club arrives uh, twice monthly uh, on Tuesdays, wherever you get your podcasts. Great talking with you, Anne. Thanks, Kyle. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with The Kills. As far as, uh, you know, the way math works and anniversaries, uh, the way numbers work, this album and, and you know, you're working with Paul Epworth again, which as your history goes back to, I think maybe he was an early sound guy for you guys. But Keep On Your Mean Side also turns 20 this year on top yeah. of it. Yeah, so me. Yeah, do you find that this record, an album like this, gets to speak to 20 years ago to something from that record at the same time, other than just having Paul around? I think so. I mean, like, definitely there's certain parts of this that have really changed, you know, my there were things that didn't exist then that exist now that I I couldn't have been inspired by then because they weren't around. Things like, you know, the the sort of song structures of Frank Ocean or like the production of MF Doom. These things I kind of want to bring into songs, but you listen to something like Bullet Sound and the guitar on that or Love and Tenderness. Yeah, that's 2002 shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a strong part of that soundtrack right there. You guys, and that's the thing. I don't know if, you know, you know whether or not you're, how humble you are. <laughs> I think artists always have a problem with uh, with these kind of, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, compliments. But it's like, what you all did, you were part of this fabric that cemented, you know, such a time, a, you know, a, a spot in a decade and everything. And, and of course, you continue to grow from that, thank goodness. But... 
but to look back on those records and you know for me like midnight boom and stuff like that it's like like in my head like that is so much 2000 you know of the 2000s or whatever yeah i don't know if it does it feel like that to you? are you are you even able to feel it in that sort of way I feel it like I feel it like uh well maybe you know in my own life like those records to me are for me creatively capturing whatever I was feeling and doing at that time so when I hear them it kind of transports me back there but then having said that playing them on stage it's like they have a fully new life and we play these songs all the time from all our records you know and they always feel new to me and it's the people, it's your guys' fault. It's the people in the audience. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying thank you for that because whenever people are discovering music, it doesn't matter. They were maybe they didn't hear that record in 2003, you know. Um, they just discovered it two years ago or something. And so they've got a it means something totally different. And I sort of really feed off that. I love that. It's a beautiful history of music, and I mean that. And I freaking love this new record so Thanks. much. Um, yeah, for all its witchiness. And Halloweenness. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, this record is so good for everything it is. Uh, thank you guys for continuing to do what you do, and seriously, thank you so much for taking the time to talk about it. It's thank, you for thank you so much for talking to us. My thanks to Allison and Jamie. That was a very fun interview. The new album is called God Games. Thanks to you, of course, for checking out the uh, the episode. Again, please do hit that subscribe button while you're here so you can keep up with the entire series. Uh, you do that, I will give you three brand new interviews every single week. New and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at Spotify, Apple Podcast, NPR, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. You can subscribe to Kyle Meredith With. And then after that, head over to WFPK.org. So I do a show Monday through Friday, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. It's uh, four hours of favorites from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Uh, you get uh, the best in new music, bonus interviews, lots of music news as well. One of my recent episodes had the music of uh, the Sugar Cubes with Bjork. The Smithereens, Lucy Dacus, Mondo Cosmo, uh, Crystal Castles, and Robert Smith of The Cure, Pearl Jam, XTC, Prince, Band of Horses, Stereophonics, Everclear, Soccer Mommy, Public Enemy, No Doubt, Hannah Jadagu, TV on the Radio, Rap Boys, The Rolling Stones, Laura Marling, The Flaming Lips, Mitski, Vagabond, Not a Surf, Nine Inch Nails, PJ Harvey, and my interview with Baroness. Again, just an example of uh, what you can hear every weeknight starting at 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also catch me on the social media sites. Uh, the address is always the same, at Kyle Meredith. And I do hope you like and follow along. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith, and I'll see you next time. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Consequence Podcast Network. Late to the party, as always. Get out. (laughs) It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media.